This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Tim Moser, your host here at Real Presence Live today from the downtown studio in Fargo. Our last half hour, our last guest comes to us from the great state of Hawaii, Aloha Bear Wozniak. Aloha. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, my alarm clock just went off warning me that you were going to call me. <laughs> what What time is it there now, Bear? Uh, it's dark 30. It's about <laughs> 5 30 in the morning, I think. So. Wow. Yeah. Thank, thanks. I'm usually up working at this hour anyway. So, uh, oh, okay. but I'll tell you, do you guys want the surf report? Yeah, tell us the surf report. Absolutely. I want to know if it's a good day to go out and catch a wave. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been building. I live right on the beach here in YTT, and the Catholic Church, St. Augustine's, is exactly right next to me. So the surf's always up at the Catholic Church. But we've got a Hurricane Dora spinning about 600 miles south of us, mm-hmm. so it's sending us uh, advisory-level surf today. So it's, all, the, all the surfers will be really happy. Yeah, you get some big waves, huh? Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, it, yeah, is- so- it, does the path take it closer to you? Is it going to be a danger to you guys? No, no. It's it's, it's just about the right uh, distance. The, the 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 tropical storm. The storms need to be at least five or six hundred miles away, or they just send us like victory at sea type surf. But if, it's kind of like the waves are a bunch of raw recruits, not not knowing how to march. <laughs> but when it's that perfect, it'll set them up. They kind of get in line, and they just kind of come in perfect set. So it's going to be a good day. Great, great. Sounds good. Well, Barrett, you know, you might be new to some of our listeners, and I know you're going to be coming and doing some great speaking in our banquets and whatnot, but give our listeners a little background. You actually do have some uh, North Dakota roots, don't you? I do. I'm, I was born in Powers Lake, North Dakota. I got to go visit there about a year and a half ago, or maybe two years ago, and I got to go to that church where I was baptized, and... Uh, they showed me my the little baptismal font that I they were they roll out for the baptisms and it was like oh I can't believe I was ever that tiny <laughs> isn't that something and yeah my dad was raised there and so uh, so I we used to always drive back from California to to the Bismarck area every every year and so I just had I just great memories of North Dakota yeah isn't it great isn't it great and so. Uh, now, you mentioned, uh, just told me off the air, that you spent a little time in Velva, too. Now, I don't think you would have been, because I had cousins that went to school in Velva, Moser, last name was Moser, but I don't think they would have been the same uh, in the same grades as you, so you probably don't remember that. But when you said Velva, it's like, what the heck? I hardly remember anyone. I remember Dr. Larson and that family there. Uh, okay, perfect. Some of them, but yeah, no, um, great memories of the Dakotas, the amber waves of grain, so you've got some waves there. <laughs> yeah, we do, exactly, exactly. Well, Barry, you have quite an interesting story. Just kind of tell us a little bit about your faith journey and how God brought you to where you're at now. Oh, well, you know, I was raised in the Catholic Church. My dad was Ukrainian Catholic, mm. my mother was Roman Catholic, and I was raised Roman Catholic, and uh, I, my, my, one of my favorite things was catechism classes on, I think it was Tuesday nights at the little community center there, the nuns would come in and teach us, and I loved getting those holy cards. Uh, and then I, as I grew in my faith uh, in the uh, 70s, like I, I uh, experienced the, the powerful uh, experience of the Holy Spirit during the Catholic charismatic renewal days, those, those kind of Wild West days. And then I grew in my faith, but I really wasn't properly catechized, so I, 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 went, I was going to a Southern Baptist University at Baylor in Texas eventually, and 
I just kind of, I didn't know Sola Scriptura. I, I didn't understand uh, Sola Fide. I didn't understand Once Saved, Always Saved. I just didn't know my, cat, my, my Catholic faith. Uh, but my parents had continued on. They were involved in the renewal, too. My dad continued on to become a deacon. And so I went into the non-denominational world and was leading youth groups and just super in love with Jesus. But just at some point I thought, like, is that all there is? I wanted something more, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, just kind of like, it's like my dad sent me the, the new catechism. I go, wow, this is really good. Then he introduced me to the Liturgy of the Hour, so I love that prayer, the prayer uh, of the Liturgy of the Hour. And then he sent me Stephen Ray's book, who's now a good friend of mine, uh, Crossing the Tiber. Mm. Once I found the Church Fathers, uh, and and I read, uh, I think it was when I was reading Justin Martyr's description of the, the Epiclesis, that I just thought, dude, the primitive Church with the Catholic Church, what am I doing? So uh, I came roaring back to the Catholic faith, and, uh, and you know, it's so difficult, I mean, it's the Catholic faith is as deep. Like, if you paddle out here in Waikiki three miles, the ocean goes three miles deep. Mm. That's like the Catholic faith. It's mm. like, you can, I mean, as much as you, uh, as, I just had this ferocious appetite to know more and more and more and more of our faith. Although I, I love my Protestant brothers and sisters, I'm just so grateful to, uh, to have returned to the faith. So that was about 10 or 12 years ago, and, and it's just interesting how the Holy Spirit action plan kicks into gear if our hearts are... are um, Submitted to his. My, our creed is the most radical quest you can pursue in life is to abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. And that's what's happened since I returned to the church. It's been wild. Absolutely. Talking with Bear Wozniak about his journey. Uh, as you can tell, it's, it's, it's a wonderful The Holy Spirit has an individual and unique journey for everyone. Bear, just maybe a little bit about, you know, you, you uh, adventure. If, if there's a word, as, as I was reading, I've never met you personally, but as I read about you and listen to you, adventure. And I love that, that adventure with God. But you also have other adventures. Well, tell us about how you kind of help people on adventure. Oh, well, um, I've, you know, my background is I'm a world champion tandem surfer. That's where I lift my my wife in all these extreme lifts, and we can kept compete around the world. And I run with the bulls in Pamplona. I pedal my bicycle across the United States. We sail. We spearfish. I paddled my uh, my surfboard the 28 miles between the island of Molokai and Oahu. So there's that kind of adventure in life, right? But I always tell people the greatest adventure is is uh, is you know when you're walking in God's will you get to see God do stuff. You know, if you're not in God's will, you, you know, you don't, you don't get to see him move mountains uh, mm-hmm. very often. Mm-hmm. But when you're walking in the Holy Spirit and you're praying and you're, you're, you're spending that, that hour with the Lord every day, um, God does stuff and you get to see him move in people's lives and move in, move in your life. And I also tell you this, our ministry, a lot of our ministry is to men, but our women are our greatest followers, but we're, we target men because we know if we, are gritty enough and real enough to reach the men, the women will already love that. But sometimes a man will come up to me and he goes, you know, I wish I had a motorcycle TV show like you do on EWT, and I'd love to motorcycle all over the country. And I, and, you know, you know, I have this adventurous streak in me. I'd love to do that. But, you know, I have this family and these kids, and I'm like, dude, the greatest adventure you could ever have is, is to bring a, uh, a, a, ch- a child into the world who's going to live forever, you know, a, uh, whether heaven or in hell. But there's no greater invent- adventure than falling in love with someone and, and, and having children and bringing, up, bringing them up in the Lord. There can't be a greater adventure than that. 
So true. We're talking with Bear Wozniak about his his mission and his his ministry. And I, I so agree with you, Bear. You know, I, I I'm I'm 61 now, and, and I didn't get married till I was 49. And my wife and I have a six year old. You know, and so some of the oh, things, yeah. yeah, some of the things you're talking about, it's like you know, I we're guys, right? And a, kind of a guy's natural thing, right, is is to go and see something and conquer it. And that's a great great thing that God instills in us, right? But sometimes, yeah. right. It's like, gosh, I really want to be, you know, doing that guy's thing, this guy's thing. Well, you know, I, I love what Paul says to Timothy, and I'm going to emphasize a good word here. It says, fulfill your ministry, right? You know, and, and Jesus says to Peter, right, in John 21, Peter says, what about John? He says, you follow me. And so it's such a great reminder to all guys, right? God has a special plan. As you have said, following the Spirit for you. You, when you follow that plan, that's going to be most fulfilled. Not doing what Bear does, not doing what Tim Moser does, doing what, insert your name here, right? What God has called you to do. And you, and you said, being a husband and father, if that's what God is calling you to, is number one. You, well, you know, and we, go ahead, go ahead. In my book, 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? By the way, it was based on my love for Louis L'Amour. North Dakota sure, right yeah, there. yeah, absolutely. Uh, he was born there. He moved to Cali, and his wife, Kathleen, I've been in contact with her. I have all 105 of his uh, genuine imitation leather-bound books. Uh, I, I was big <laughs> fan his writing on virtue and his uh, and his uh, commitment to having strong strong women in his in his books. Were all the women were strong, but there's one of his book titles is called "Passing Through," just passing through. And so, one of my my chapter title is "Don't Be Adrift or Don't Just Pass Through Life." God has a plan. You you emphasize God has a plan for your life. When I was, uh, I, there's a scripture verse that says, "I know what I have in store for you: plans for plans for peace." not destruction, a future reserved for you, full of hope. If you seek me, I will let you find me. So there's this there's this part of a man that wants to be heroic. He's drawn to that. We all are. Uh, and God has a plan for how he wants to use each man. And men of all ages, even those that are older, you know, God used Moses and Abe when they were old, you know, mm -hmm. um, well, more experienced and seasoned. But part of, part of that process is just to say, well, what is God's given me uh, the moment I was conceived, God infused me the spiritual soul that's very unique and special with my own personality, my own inclinations, gifts, you know, and skills and desires. Uh, and uh, and how, how would God be leading me in those? How, what what might God have in store for me? And so try to discern, you know, what would be... It's okay to think of wild things, too, and but then in the process discern what is God really... What is God's... Uh, plan for me, and then and then, and then uh, begin to write that down. There's a scripture verse in Habakkuk that I came across when I was 19, and it says, write the vision down in letters big enough so that the one who's running can read while he's running. Mm. And the vision carries weight for it, so it will surely come. And I was talking with my wife a couple nights ago about a vision I had when I was like 21 that's just now coming to pass. But, but, uh, but get clarity allow God to sift and let and 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 let God lead you into path path for his life and, and you do that by living a life of virtue and you do that by uh spending time with the Lord amen amen talking with bear Wozniak. Bear, we're going to take a break in about a minute but just give our listeners we're going to talk about the book a little more in depth after the break but tell us what brought you to write the book and what's the overall vision you want to have from for the book well when we were, my wife and I were driving the car going around Diamond Head uh, about a year ago, and she said, "You're going to love this song." She's a cowgirl, by the way, from Florida. Cool, barrel racer. Okay, but she uh, turned it up, and I forget who the artist was, but the songs were "Where Have All the Cowboys Gone." Mm. Like the woman is 
You know, where's my John Wayne? I, I want I, oh, she, the, the traditional man. By the way, I don't call men. I don't call it masculine spirituality, and I don't even call them guys. I, I call them men. And, and so it was just a challenge to, to encourage men not to apologize for their existence. And wherever Cindy and I go, like when we come to um, when we come to um, to the Dakotas uh, to speak in November, um, there'll be. We'll be we'll be surrounded by a handful of women when we as soon as we get out of the car, and they're going to say to us, "Tell our men we need for them to be men." That's, <laughs> That's right. They want to do men. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to continue with Bear Wozniak. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. As you think about your future, there is one more thing you can do to add certainty to your life. Write or update your will and estate plan. If you pass away without a plan, all you have worked for in life, financially and emotionally, will be decided and divided by someone you may have never met before. We have some tools to help you in your planning. For more information, please visit our plan-giving website at rprlegacy.org or call Mike at 701-290-4503. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. I think that, well, first of all, I tend to be more of an app user than I do live radio listening. But I get all of the same programming, just maybe a little bit delayed. And I think that the main reason for having this wonderful availability is basically what you would call in the business world the economy of scale. It's it's possible for um, our local RPR network to broadcast things that locally we could not afford to have. Or, or programming that, that we just don't have the talent available locally. And the things that come to mind are really the best of the best that are national syndicated type programs that are available locally, like EWTN programming, um, Father Spitzer's programming, uh, Catholic Answers. All of those things are things that are, are so appreciated by the people in our community that we may not have that local talent here. And um, RPR gives us the possibility of delivering it locally. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live, our final segment here. We're talking with Bear Wozniak. He's going to be up here, by the way, November 9th, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and other later dates as well. So mark your calendar. Oh, a great adventurer, and the greatest adventurer of all is being the man that God called you to be. Bear, i got to talk about your book here for a couple minutes. Twelve Rules for Manliness. Where have all the cowboys gone? What is manliness, and what do cowboys have to do with it? Well, I kind of based the book on you, Tim. I got to tell you the truth. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anybody who anybody who lives in the Dakotas is got to have grit, right? And <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, and so, uh, but I just thought it was time for uh, 
meant to get a, it's a real gritty look at it. I've written books that are more, I would say, more about, more spiritual in nature, you know, I've written a book on the virtues. This, this is more, more. it's focused on, on, I would say maybe more the cardinal virtues, but there's definitely a, an element of, of going deeper with God. If you don't have that as your basis, you got nothing, you know. But mm-hmm. but one of the that, that I think men are lacking these days are, uh, is being dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, it's to be dangerous. For example, one thing is, do you pray dangerous prayers? Do you say, Lord, uh, send me? You know, thy will be that, one of the most dangerous prayers you can pray is thy will be done. Mm-hmm. You know, on my desk here, I have a, I patterned it after the one that's in the White House, the Resolute Desk, I believe it's called. And then just below there, I have a little plaque below those words that says, uh, thy will be done. It's a, it's a gritty, dangerous prayer. Uh, but also, a man, men today, they need to be willing to stand up and be counted. Do you know, do they know, the people in your life know what brand you ride for? You know, do you? Mm-hmm. People come in and say, people have got to take conversations in the path of sort of the wolf uh, culture. Are you are you able to not only speak uh, up and say what you believe, but you know what you believe? As Peter said, have a reason for your hope. I, do you know your catechism? Do you know how to communicate the truth, of, the real truth? So men need to be dangerous in that way. Without men also need to be, need to be dangerous in terms of just... Do you do, can you discern what's happening in your family? Are you able to do spiritual warfare? Do you do you bless your home with holy water? Do you pray the rosary with over your children? Um, men need to know how, know how how to do spiritual warfare. And one thing that happens when when men join uh, Bears Man Cave, we're at deepadventure.com. We have a non Facebook community uh, there and a three year curriculum on manliness that we go through together. We have a monthly Zoom call, but it's got audio, video, written content, assessments. Uh, we go through those together as men, uh, and, what, uh, and then men lead their sons to it. And even single moms will lead their sons to the first year of it. But um, one of the things that men really lack, if you want to be a strong man, is you got to have brotherhood. I remember when I, I had my um, cabin up in Montana. I just bought this land, and uh, two miles from Canada, two miles from Glacier Park, as remote as you could be. And I walked into my land. There was not even a road there at the time. And I saw a wolf. And, you know, the wolves have this greenish, yellowish eyes that kind of just, I could see all the way across this meadow. And uh, I would see him from time to time. He looked angry. He looked a little bit scrawny, though. And I had occasion to talk to a, a Montana uh, uh, professor who would track they would track these uh, the, the predators, like the grizzlies and the mountain lions. And I asked him about this wolf. He goes, I know that wolf. It's, it's a lone wolf. It used to be the leader of the pack. It was the alpha male, and it was forced out by a younger, stronger male. And uh, it's isolated, and it's and it's going to die young mm. because it doesn't, can't hunt with the pack. And so these men who think they're going to be a lone wolf and everything's going to be just fine are kidding themselves. They need to find fellowship. If there's a men's group in your church that's pursuing deeper walk with God, then you need to be there. And if there isn't, you need to start one. And they can write to us. They can they can go to that man as you then go to you know Exodus ninety there's a lot uh, you can go to Mark Hulk's group the Kingsmen start a men's group if, if you don't have one you need to build brotherhood and and so within this context of being dangerous we also challenge men to get fit one of the first things the men do when they join man cave is they're kind of surprised that we get real with them and say uh, if you're 100 pounds overweight you're going to die young not fulfill your not fulfill your mission and not be there for your family so get in shape. If there ever did come to a physical danger for your family, could you last more than 30 seconds in a physical fight? Do you know how to defend your family? Do you know how to defend yourself? So these are kind of gritty and 
and real type things that 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 men need to uh, need to address and and uh, need to need and if they do, they're going to feel that that welling up of them of the the gift of manliness that God has given them. If they stand up to provide and to protect, uh, and I would say procreate, have children, then uh, they're going to experience the. the the talos, the purpose, uh, the fulfillment of the, the plan that God has for them. So true. Talking with Bear Wozniak about his book and just all sorts of things about manliness. Uh, you, you mentioned a, a chapter on, on you know, just not to, not to just pass through. Why don't you, can you, one other favorite chapter you can kind of give our listeners a little bit of a, an insight into, Bear? Well, I would say bridle your passions is really important. I've been introduced by Pete to, Pete to a couple of times. I remember one incident. After mass, this, young, this man said, "Hey, this is Bear Wozniak. I wanted to introduce you to him. He's the guy that I told you follows his passions." And I go, "No, I don't." Well, yeah, you're the guy. You run with the bulls. You, you, you know, you've done all these uh, things. You, you follow your passions. I go, "No, I don't." I, I hope to be led by. I hope to pursue uh, God's will for my life. You know, God plants in us desires. The word desire means to look up at the stars. God built me with a certain nature and a calling and an upward yearning just because I'm human. He's given me that spiritual, rational soul. I want to be led and drawn by desires. I don't want to be driven by passion. So we, we talk about how passion, I think the word passion actually means to suffer. And uh, we don't want to be driven by our passions. We want to be led. We want to be drawn. We want to be moving uh, and pursuing desire. And so... Um, one of the things they have to do is they got to get things under control with their with with uh, the drivenness of uh, their sexuality, whether it's pornography or drinking or things like that. We need to bridle those uh, so that that horse, that powerful nature that we have, can run wild. We don't want we don't want those passions to drive us. We want to guide that 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 horse, that nature that we have, and 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 uh, and then pursue pursue the true the true will that God has for us. And in that we will find freedom. You know, and men need to be virtuous. So I was, I've was i been taking my Latin course here the last few months, and the word ver is the word for man. The essence of a man, you know, justice, self-mastery, uh, prudence, fortitude, faith, hope, and love, those seven virtues, that's what a man is. So to be to be a man of virtue is to, by the very nature of the word virtue, have the word ver in it, to pursue virtue is to be a, a true man. And you don't get to be a man unless you take on Kuleana, as we say in Hawaii, responsibility. I remember John Paul II's first writings were love and responsibility. Mm-hmm. You become a by taking on your, your Kuleana, and in doing so, you pursue the, the personal, very personal purpose God has for you. So don't just pass through. Excellent. Well, Bear, this is wonderful. It's been a wonderful time having you here with us on the radio, and we so look forward to having you up in the Dakotas here in our area, and we wish you all the best. The book, again, is 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Bear, thanks so much for your time. appreciate it. Aloha. Looking forward to seeing everybody. Sounds good. All right. Bear Wozniak, thanks so much. Well, Rachel... Here we are at the end of another show, and you put up with me for another two hours. Yes, I did. Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure how you do it. That's great. And as good as this show was with all these fantastic guests, I bet you've got another show or two to tell us about. Yes, I do. So coming up on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11, Brad Gray and Janine Bitson are your hosts coming to you live from the Fargo studio. They'll be speaking with Anna Crane. 
The executive director of Women Run for Women, which is a Minnesota organization dedicated to women's fertility and holistic health. And Johan Ix will be sharing about his book, The Pope's Cabinet, detailing Pope Pius XII's efforts to resist the Nazis during World War II. And all this and more is coming on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Nice. And will you be producing at that one as well? This will probably be Aaron. Oh, okay. So you mm -hmm. guys kind of switch off then, huh? Yeah. So when when they go remote like yesterday, was, were, did you go there yesterday or did... Uh... Uh, Blake Ritterman oh, went Blake's there. there. He yeah. hosted, and I was here in the studio okay. pushing Just the buttons from here. Nice, making everything mm -hmm. work. That's great. So what are some big plans for you? Any? Uh, did you do anything big and fun this summer? I went to Honduras on really? a mission trip. Yeah. So with a group, with your family? Yeah, with... I went with a focus group from NDSU. So <sighs> Excellent. Yeah. What's your number one takeaway from that? Number one takeaway is I'm privileged yeah. here to have the sacraments, to have everything, all the gifts that I've been blessed with, and um, just learning how to be grateful for that. Isn't it true? Mother Teresa and others used to talk about the, the, the disease of affluence, right? When you have all these things, right? Mm -hmm. it, we tend to push the spiritual things to the side. Did you see a great hunger for holiness and, and what you guys could bring there in Honduras? Definitely, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. just very open to us. Yeah. And, and, wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. well, Rachel, thanks again for producing. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And of course, we want to thank everyone here at Real Presence Radio. And until next time, this is Tim Moser reminding you to practice your faith every day. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.